Mike's checked. I see. It's Magical I Theory see. Podcast time. Jeff made up a jingle uh, while we were setting up for today's uh, episode. It's Magical Theory Podcast time. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's that's that's. You the can song. say those words in any tone <laughs> of voice and at any do. rhythm. Okay, okay, but it's in that tune. It's Magical Theory Podcast time. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm also in my official podcasting <laughs> gear. Formal okay, it wear. Wasn't, it wasn't that many. I did count how many times it you've worn be, this. It will be, because now it's winter, and I'm going to wear it every Sunday. Uh, yeah, Jeff is wearing the official. I'm wearing my Hogwarts I, alumni I only shirt. have a couple of tops for cold weather, so I wear them. You have multiple different Wizard PhD hoodies, Yes, though. I do, and I wear them both. And he only wears the red one. Well, I'm going to get you a red. I'm going to get you a red uh Regular one, a red magical theory one, so that you can wear it for this podcast. Uh, we have our little puppy here. A puppy needs a well, puppy does have a hoodie. He made a groaning noise. We oh, look sort at this puppy! Oh, he groaning? has beautiful You're just teeth. Comfy. Uh, okay, the game awards were this Thursday, yes, they a were. celebration in gaming. We uh watched the full thing, I co streamed it. I was super hyped that it takes two one game one game of the year, and then we played yes. it yesterday. Yes, and it was cute because we we hadn't played it in a while. And no, it's been a long time. The area that we're in is like a little Christmas themed yeah, winter it was town. Great. It was like a snow globe. It, it was, was adorable. All, if, I would have said it was intentional, except it's it not intentional. It's just luck. <laughs> cannot take credit for that <laughs> at all. I mean, we we. Uh, yeah, it's just a fun, enjoyable game, and that one in particular. There's a lot of like. Uh, goofy things that you could do. So uh, Jeff was pegging me with snowballs like over and over. Uh, he launched a- on the skit. You were skating. And you just- launched a resident into the universe. Yes, yes I did. <laughs> on, a on a swing, swing. <laughs> and you just like. <laughs> and we actually unlocked a couple we of achievements. We did play shuffleboard. I was not very good at it. I mean, it's like an ice. It was a curling board because <laughs> it was just straight up ice, and you're just pushing these little things across. Um, and then I played Inscription, which is my game of the year. And it, okay, so there was a point when I, you know, I, I get frustrated playing games uh, because I don't like losing and, or I don't like failing, I guess is the more general, like what, what is the deal with Prowflinet thing. But, so I did say to Jeff at some point, I was like, I hate this game. <laughs> yeah, you did say <laughs> that to me. But then I kept going. So, you c- you but there's couldn't a, beat something. There's something. a difference between like, I hate this game, like I'm never going to play it again. And then I hate this game, but I'm going to yes, keep going. Course. You know? Yes, So yes. Uh, it's the, the latter. So I was, You know, when you said it, I wasn't quite sure because mm-hmm, the tone was forceful enough. Oh, that I, was I was like, so I angry. I had been playing for like- not enjoying this. I was playing for like two hours straight and I- like could not get past it or I, uh, two hours might be almost an said like maybe you should set it down yeah, but yeah. then i was like you know what <laughs> i did and then the next morning i You're beat an adult it human <laughs> i am an adult human i beat it i thought i finished the game but i was just in part one yeah. so the thing about this game is that um each i'm each, loving the journey yeah each new um area that i get to i'm like Oh my god, this is way better than the last one. Like it just it keeps um amping up. So I'm excited to see what happens as I continue on with uh, that game. So inscription, highly recommend. Then in my non-sponsored, I said this last time too, my non-sponsored product uh promo, I bought myself a Christmas present, the backbone one, which is basically a controller. 
that you uh, attach your phone to. So it's this little controller looking thing. This is where I plug in my iPhone and then it kind of like stretches out and then latches on. Winnie is curious. Yeah, yeah, I was playing with this, right, Winnie? <laughs> so I played it a lot yesterday and um, I got it specifically, well, I was using Steam Link to connect to my Steam games. So I was like, my computer was on and it was connected to my desktop and I was just playing in bed my game. And I also plan to use it for, I have Xbox Game Pass. I think you've so already been enjoying it. Using cloud gaming. Oh, it's super good. I think the only thing I need to figure out is like, how to get this charging port to like be consistent so that I can charge while I'm playing. Because, well, I mean, I guess I could not do that and just like let my phone battery die out so I'm not playing it like all day. That would be, <laughs> that would be more appropriate. <laughs> but Whatever. yeah, yeah, for sure. And wait, are you talking about this, the backbone, Rita? I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, I, I really enjoy it. I also like playing games like, on the couch or in bed. So it it brings I almost um ordered or tried to order the Steam Deck, mm. which is the same kind of thing. It's uh Steam's version of their own handheld console where you you would be able to play Steam games on like a mobile like a t on the go type thing. And yeah, that it's is magical theory podcast time. <laughs> it's magical theory pod. This is our new theme song. Ready? One's ready. ready. <laughs> Turn to page 248, The Goblet of Fire. Today's lesson is called Judge Not Lest. Hmm. Lest what? Is, the rest is. <laughs> it's up to you. Left to the, the reader. Uh, the chapter begins with our trio and the rest of Hogwarts bustling with excitement over their new guests. Ron is particularly enamored with Victor Crumb, but also falls for a girl from Bobaton. Bobaton. Hermione seems to be over the pageantry of it all, maybe because it feels like Hogwarts is getting ignored. Harry is simply taking it all in. The other judges, Ludo Bagman and Bartemius Crouch, arrive and the Goblet of Fire is revealed. Dumbledore has drawn an age line to ensure the new 17 or older rule, which many younger students put to the test and have only newly sprouted beards to show for it. Karkarov is stunned by Harry and flustered by Moody. Hagrid is enamored by Madame Maxime, and Mr. Crouch seems bored. Eventually, the goblet makes its decisions and the champions are announced. Victor Crumb from Dormstrang, Fleur Delacour from Bobatons. Bo yep. I'm never going to say it that way. Cedric Diggory from Hogwarts, and Harry Potter. <laughs> Well, what's funny is that you started saying it as Bo Battens. Bo Baton. And I told you, no, you got to say it like, I don't know. Well, now I don't I'm even... cultured and wise. <laughs> and, it's and I'm like, it's French. No, it's Bo Battens, apparently. All right. Well. Anyway, um, Ron is clearly not the biggest Victor Crumb fan if he didn't even know Crumb was still in school. I'm sorry. You are not a super fan. You got to know. And maybe he just assumed. <laughs> I guess that's that's fair. Plus, I think also it's established maybe at some point that Dormstrang has a later graduation. Like they start at different years. So he oh. might be 18, I think. I, I could mm. be wrong about that, but. Yeah, but like you don't think that they have like Quidditch uh, World Cup trading cards and it's like Victor Crumb, uh, Dormstrang, you know? They you don't think there's a special <laughs> chocolate frog edition where there's yeah. current Quidditch where players? Like, this is or like Quidditch edition, Quidditch I'm just saying, Ron is not a super fan because he did not know this little, I mean, kind of major fact about Victor Crumb. Yeah. And he was just shocked. He was like, oh, Crumb's here. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. I love Hermione, but right. <laughs> look, Hermione at this point for me is she um actually so uh Logan asked in the comments for our last video about whether we take notes during the chapter and like how we do it. I do. <laughs> I won't speak for Jeff. But the way I take notes when we read the chapter is it's basically an annotation of my live reaction as I'm uh, <laughs> reading and the what chapter. what was your live reaction with Hermione? Um, Some form of neediness? I Hermione, at this Attention. point for me, feels like... I mean, we've been having discussions actually recently about... Uh, you know, not not the not the idea of we can't have nice things, but the idea that like uh, just the yucking your yum sort of thing. So yeah. like consistently, when Hermione's irritated, it's usually because Ron is excited. Everyone, not just Ron, but everyone else. Maybe right. it is more related to Ron. So we have like uh, the whole. Uh, well, in this situation, it's like Crumb and Durmstrang. Uh, she's like, oh, it's not even that cold. Like, why are you wearing that? And just like, girl, calm down. Uh, we have the Bo Batten girls and like the Vila. You should have brought, brought where, a cloak. Where she's like, oh, no one's forcing you to stay, you know? And also divination. Also, is that true? It's, it's well, their school. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she just takes it as like, everyone's excited and she's just like, she's just a stick in the mud. And it's like. It you know so yeah. divination like I understand but part of it is like everyone's enthused about it and rather than being like oh, okay well this is like we talk about Hermione being empathetic a lot but like when it comes to the masses <laughs> like all of Hogwarts and I know that uh, divination might be a little bit of a stretch to say but rather than empathizing and being like well why would people like this and i know yes. you have strong thoughts about divination specifically but there's 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 moments where it seems like hermione just doesn't want other people like like what she what hermione likes is somehow superior than what other people like exactly that's Bingo. what it feels like i think you're right on <laughs> that was what was floating around in my head is that she's really cocksure about like what it means to be important and interesting mm-hmm Rather at, than like at this point just, in her life in particular. Well, yeah, it kind I mean, of goes in contrast with the spew thing, like with the house right. elves, where it's just like, that's how can people be having about. fun when there's this like we have real problems? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is it's interesting because it's very uh, applicable to everyday life, especially with instant media, mm. and I think the concept of like, I don't know, needing to be sure about what is important. And not really having any time for anything else. Well, I wonder if part of this is related to her, like, she she kind of prides herself at being the smartest mm -hmm. or knowing more and all of that. And it kind of, in this, like, I don't know, psychological way, like, feeling like she's left behind. Like, she doesn't get to stand out. If everyone likes something, then there's, you know, you don't get to stand out. That was my crowd. first reaction, yeah, mm -hmm. to be o over it because Hogwarts or students seem to be getting ignored or the... Yeah, the things that she's grown accustomed to being like excellent in are now mm -hmm. disheveled a little bit, and there's all this attention on something that maybe she thinks isn't as important as yeah. Know. It just it just seems a little um, I don't know. It's uh... the irony being when all is said and done, she will have probably the strongest relationship with any of the people that aren't from Hogwarts, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and. 
it's interesting to reflect upon like, yes, I, I'm not a fan of her attitude in this chapter, but it does put her in a relatively unique position to like not keep these guests on pedestals as long oh as maybe gosh. some of the other students. The the girls that w- they were walking by, they were like, oh, do you think Crumb Krem- can sign with my lipstick? Like, it's just, yes. um, it's kind of, I mean. It's really extra. It is super extra. It's over the top. It's a little. A but little it's like, uh, you know, famous people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's very real. I mean, it even though it feels like it's totally extra and over the top, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I think real people are that as well, very frequently. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I'm Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you as I was reading this. I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It's fine. I'm more interested in the Triwizard Tournament. I'm interested in that. I think the difference, though, is, well, I don't know. Maybe among friends, you would be kind of snarky and annoyed. Like, it's just, okay, you don't like this, but- I don't vocalize it in that way. Are you trying to, because it comes off very mean. Like, can you not be so- Am I mean? Am Am I mean to people? Well, I don't think you would say it to their face as they're like walking by, you know, like that's what she's doing. No, basically. I'm not an under the breath she's person. Just, ever. Like, no. She's just no, like, she's super like, okay, calm down. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we see Crouch and Bagman again. Yes, we do. Dun, dun, dun. I didn't really have much to say about them because like they're, they're not really Crouch looks featured. bored and uninterested. Yeah. Hit clue. Oh. Clue. It is a, a clue. clue. Oh, it is a clue. I do have the the illustrated version, which I wanted to show off a picture for the people who are watching on some sort of video form right now. Because I'm pretty sure when I first got this book, I opened it to this page and I was like, "Who is this?" Uh, and I couldn't remember if we had a picture of Crumb before, but I'm pretty sure this Crumb. is supposed to be Crumb. Victor. Yes, because I think we talked about this as looking like it looks uh, like Credence Barebone, like he or some Dumbledore. like emo version of Kylo Ren or something. I don't know. I mean, Kylo Ren is pretty emo, but <laughs> like I, yep. I don't know what. Uh, I mean, that was not what. I mean, also the movies, but he. I can't imagine Crumb being like a little scrawny little. No, I don't. Either, hair but... swoop kid, but yeah. <laughs> no, I like the movie portrayal of him actually quite a he's bit. He's just like, dur, 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 dur. yeah, but he's like a like, sensitive oh. person, and he just he's not sure how to act because everyone like fawns over well, his it's words. Interesting because he's we also we also have a moment where Harry Harold? becomes the subject of attention as Karkaroff, and like half of Durmstrang is just like standing there. So yes, that yes. one kid is just like, look at his guard. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Harry, Harry. Man, he'll never escape it. No. It, even 19 years later, you know? Nope. Yeah. The chosen one. There's This is such a long chapter. It is. Especially because it has like many, many scenes, it feels like, where they're short and it's like hop here, hop there, hop there, age line, Karkarov, Crumb, Fleur and the food, Hagrid. Yeah, <laughs> that Hagrid scene could be its own chapter. It's long enough. And so he's... Puts the kibosh on spew, S-P-E-W, very quickly. I mean, were you surprised by that? I mean, it's hard for me to read. His reaction, well, yeah, but like his reaction was 
Hagrid of all people would be, I think, someone to not just recirculate the things that everyone else does. Yes, agreed. I wonder if he's coming at it from a slightly different perspective as somebody who is discriminated against Mm -hmm. as saying, like, just leave them alone. Yeah. Just leave them alone. If they want something, they'll ask. Well, because, yeah, if you draw attention to it, it's going to, it's, I mean, I think there is some wisdom there um, of, from that perspective of. Yes, but he could still be wrong. And arguably he is. I mean, it's they're always tethered together, right? Anyone's opinion is is part of this web mm. of reality. And as part of that web, there is both of the things are true. One is this looks like slavery mm-hmm. and likely is. And the house elves don't often vocalize yeah, their I- antipathy I- towards it. I think the toughest part for me was his reaction and uh, rationalization of Dobby saying- Just being weird. He's a weirdo. Yes. <laughs> you know, he's different. Not right. the rest of them aren't like Dobby. And right. that to me is like, well, yeah, like I I don't know. It's it's hard to like kind of reconcile those two pieces for me, especially given the, the- Hagrid's own. I do training, not you know? like his position on Dobby. I think that that's flawed. I think he would be more curious by it. So as far as like, mm-hmm. is this out of character for Hagrid? It feels like it. Yeah. But so does the rest of the chapter where he's like, well, yeah. To be, he doesn't feel like himself. To be fair, I guess to Hagrid, he actually doesn't want to have this conversation with Hermione. He no, wants to. He's got to get ready. Put his uh, cologne on to smell. To smell. <laughs> what I will say is that I suspect mm-hmm. that Hagrid could be convinced otherwise mm-hmm. sooner than some other people. But I, I think in general, like for me, yes. So the more you probe at it with me, I, I feel like, yes, it is a bit, it doesn't feel super consistent to me. He should have had, if if he wasn't going to be part of SPEW, he should have had a more unique reason why. Mm. And it just kind of mimicked what Ron said. And I, that didn't doesn't feel satisfying for somebody who... Because even the whole premise is Hermione's like, oh my gosh, Hagrid will yeah, definitely she, join. Yep, right? yep. She got super excited about it. Then sorry. It'd be more interesting if he was like, I'm in a wait and see mode. Can we go talk to them and mm-hmm. have a scene where they talk to him and Hagrid is there? They mm-hmm. talk to some of them. I'm sure he's talked to them more, more than maybe most. I'm sure he's been to the kitchen. For some reason, it, in my mind, he would be somebody who actually like knows them, maybe even by name, mm-hmm. some of them. Mm-hmm. But that also may color his opinion because it is likely that under Hagrid, these house elves, uh, under Dumbledore, the house elves are treated better than them in general, and he may not uh, be thinking That is very true. It could be a very... Um, Specific understanding. Uh, I feel like yes, but I can't uh, point to a specific moment that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember because blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Interesting. Uh, so Goblet of Fire, that whole thing. Goblet. I kind of... Uh, Kind, I kind of wanted Angelina's name to be pulled, though we know what happens to Cedric later, so that's good. Uh, 
But it's, it's yeah. funny because yeah. so Angelina is the same year, I think, as Fred and George, but it just so happens like her birthday was last week and their birthday is like uh, April, so right. in the spring. So because uh, I was like, oh, Angelina and little Fred, he's like, oh, I hope Angelina gets in. I'm just like, ah, oh, for Angelina. <laughs> yes, I do like the plot leverage that having a Hufflepuff student gives. Mm. Like is it's interesting if it was just another Gryffindor oh man like, oh, of course it's but Harry was like he was not can't, can't having, Slytherin can't have a yeah. Slytherin champion it's he doesn't like, even know that guy where, I, no that's the thing that bothers me about that yeah what's your what's your deal no. Harry well it is true that this whole we all I think we all know reading this that like the houses are a form of discrimination They're super constantly. important I mean Dumbledore talks about the people yeah. Miss uh, Fawcett of Ravenclaw and Mr. What's his face, uh, Summers of Hufflepuff. Like it's literally part of your title, or like in that sort of way. Yes, and the reputations of the group hold sway on individual opinions very frequently. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe all the time. They're always a part of the the situation. Yep. Which is the strongest part of the uh I can't even remember the name, but the thing with Harry's child, cursed child. About what? Like being in Slytherin, but not being oh. evil. Like, you know, I yeah. mean, I think, and we have friends in real life <laughs> that like when you do these little fun sorting things and they get placed in Slytherin, they're they like, well, you know. They want to retake it. <laughs> yeah, well, like it's fine. Yeah. It's not like they should be thought of as lesser by people who aren't that. Despite the pattern mm -hmm. of like that most, if not all, Death Eaters came from Slytherin. Mm -hmm. So it could be the true, it could be true that all Death Eaters were Slytherin, but not all Slytherin were Death Eaters. It doesn't seem that the other two schools have houses like that. No, it doesn't. I mean, obviously, there's a backstory for why houses exist in Hogwarts. You had four founders, which is also interesting. Like, yep. you had four people, and they're like, oh, this is who we should accept, rather than, actually, I don't even, uh, I don't remember if I, when I looked up the two schools, if it had information about the founder or founders. Right. Like, was it one person? Was it multiple people? Was it, how was that established? Um, but it just kind of, highlights like how well it's either like oh can you imagine trying to set up other sorting systems for other schools like and maybe it's just easier uh, for her to be like nope just everyone is the school and that's it despite also they had from the last chapter they had more students that's what it said in the details when i was looking at the wizarding world writings yes yes i also love that moment where Dumbledore's like, I estimate that Goblet needs about another minute. It, he says that <laughs> oh, at one point to, to produce that. the champions. Oh. They're all gathered and he's like, I think the Goblet needs about another minute. It's like a cooking thing. It's really <laughs> interesting to me. It was it it's always stuck out to me. It's like, what is what? What does this even mean? So he's like reading it. He's yeah, maybe magically it has connected a, to it. Maybe he can see well, it. Well, because Dumbledore is the legilimens, right? No. Yeah. Yes. I mean, he's he, a powerful wizard. Yes. So, like, what if, what if it has like thoughts and Dumbledore is like, but absolutely in its could be, absolutely could be it. But yeah, I mean, it to some extent, it's I, it's like oddly anticlimactic. The whole <laughs> thing of it, right? Well, where it's, it's like, not the movie. You put in the thing. You well, yes, but even in the movie, where like you, 
you build it up and you put in your slips of paper and then it just spits them out. It's not like there's any real fanfare. It turns color and spits them out. Spits out a piece of parchment. I didn't say that's fanfare. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's like a, it's it's not a like, ceremony. I th- but I think for me, it's like when I think about like muggle sport sporting events where like everything is like boom, big fireworks, all this stuff. Like anytime there's any like, okay, never mind. <laughs> that doesn't matter. <laughs> It just always feels there's something. Um, it's the ancientness of it that it's like this kind of quaint magical thing. It's just this mm. like because Harry even thinks to himself like it would be like you wouldn't even think about it except for that there's fire in it. Yeah, well, it's yeah, like it's just a wooden cup. cup. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And then the chapter ends. Harry Potter. I know, man. Harry Potter. Well, he didn't even like. I mean, I I don't know. He, like, he's finally in the background. Yeah, he's. I like, mean, he's oh, still, great, he still he has great. his moment that you pointed out with Karkarov, but like for the most part, people are like obsessed with Crumb and all these new people, and like not really thinking about Harry. I mean, even the creepy Dennis is like up on the chair looking at like mm-hmm. other things. The I think the goblet, not mm-hmm. Harry. You know, and then mm-hmm. poor Harry. Well. That's what you get for being the chosen one. I mean, <laughs> sorry, this is your life. Deal with it's it. your fault. <laughs> no, yeah. it's not his fault. It's Voldemort's fault, but um, he's not here right now. <laughs> Can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> so but now we we're Harry. now we are off and running because we're gonna be we're gonna have Rita. We got Harry. Oh no, Dumbledore Harry asking Tommy questions. Yeah, I mean, man, we're we're off and running now. Mm-hmm. I feel like this book is obviously a huge length. We've mm-hmm. talked about it compared to third. It's a chunk. And what comes before. Yeah. And so like to some extent, it feels like we've read another book and we haven't even really started <laughs> to some. Well, it took us like 10 chapters to get to Hogwarts. So this yes, is, exactly. This yeah. is act uh, two of the five act play or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Harry knows about the Chamber of Secrets being opened like Two on day two, <laughs> <laughs> chapter three. But yeah. Oh my goodness. All righty. Okay, well, that's all. Until next time. Wands, Wands ready. ready.